Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hey guys, good morning and welcome to Healing Journeys Today with Herman and Raquel. It is a great day, great day to be alive. You have plenty to thank God for. If you're watching this broadcast, you have plenty to thank God for. That means you're alive, for one. Two, you have a computer of some sort, you know, some electricity, Wi-Fi. Hey, you got to get the praises of God. God. And I would encourage you guys today, because there's some new people here, go to J. G-L-M, J-G-L-M dot org. J-G-L-M dot org. And what it is, is it's Curry Blake's ministry. And Curry Blake is just an awesome man of God who's created all kind of different. I mean, anything that he has, you need to listen to. But this is where Herman got that confessional. So what it is, is it's, it's the word of God, but it's not just in scripture form. It's in um, de- declaration form. He put different parts of the word of God. So it's all the word of God, but it's through declarations that are, that may combine a few different scriptures at a time, yeah. but it's all speaking the words about who you are in Christ. It's about right. your healing. It's about the love of God flowing. It's about everything that it's God said you were yeah. and said you are. And, and Philemon 1, 6 says that the working, the, the, the effectual working of our faith, it happens by the acknowledging of every good thing that mm-hmm. is in you in Christ Jesus so what better way than to acknowledge what is in you in Christ Jesus yeah. than to speak? Right. And the, the, and, the book, and the book is about 25 pages long. You just read through it. And then when you finish, what's the you title read again? It again? It's called Acknowledging What Is In You. Acknowledging What Is In You. Just go to the store, Acknowledging What Is In You. Um, anyway, we're doing communion. Yes. Get your communion, everyone. Get your communion out and let's get going. Let's get going. We it is a beautiful good, day. We have some good stuff to talk to you guys about yep. today. So, bless you. two parts of communion. Two parts of communion. The body and the blood. Yeah. They're not one thing. All they, they make up one thing. It's like the quarter. The quarter has the heads and it has the tails. Yeah. Amen. Communion is not communion without the body. Amen. Neither is a quarter. If it doesn't have the head, it's not a quarter. Right. If it doesn't have the body, right. it's not communion. Amen. Jesus paid a price in his flesh at that whipping post before he even died for your sin. He paid a price for your healing. Amen. Yes, he did. Before he paid for sin, he paid for healing in your body. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And so he says to remember him. And that's what we're going to do right now. So, Jesus, we come before you right now. We thank you so much for what you did at that whipping post, taking those stripes on your body for every single sickness and disease that was then and even now. We thank you that we, as the body of Christ, as your body, amen, that we've been raised from the dead. Hallelujah. We've been raised from the dead with you, Jesus. We thank you that we have a a covenant with healing, a covenant with health. Amen. Amen. And so we just recognize that this morning. 
we remember what you did. We remember yes. who you did it for. You we did it for us. Thank you. And we thank you. We receive this right now with faith and expectation. And as we receive it, we are we are uh, in relationship. We are in covenant. We are in intimacy with healing. Amen. Amen. And so we just receive this right now in Jesus' name and declare that we are indeed whole in Jesus' name. By the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. By his stripes. Amen. We are healed. We're not coming off of it. We're not coming off. We're not giving up. We're not we're not falling back. Why would you? We're not coming off of it. When he's already done it. Amen. Everything in faith is done, guys. Amen. Yes. There's nothing that you reach for in faith that's still in the oven. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. That you know, still you, needs to be finished or, you know, like a pre-bake. Right. You know, you buy something and it's like pre-baked, like those good, amazing right. um, garlic rolls that you get that are frozen that have butter in them already. Those are really good. I know, though. but it's morning. I'm but, just, but I'm just saying, so like right. it's already been baked, right? Right. But then you just kind of like open up the little vent right. and turn it on the whatever and like stick it in and you finish the baking process. Let's think about some like some Babe, morning, good. some biscuits, like some homemade okay, biscuits. Okay, well, even that. Yeah, you, you ever go to a friend's house? Even that. You ever go to a friend's house and he's he or she is baking something and the house is just full of the aroma? Fragrant. And yeah. you're just like, oh my goodness. But unfortunately, you won't be there long enough to eat any of it. <laughs> Yeah, and you're just like, right. oh man, it's still got another hour. Oh, I gotta be somewhere in ten minutes. <laughs> Yo, Darn, <laughs> no bad. <laughs> but that's not the way God is. Yeah, when you walk into the presence of God, yes. you not only smell the biscuits. Right, they ready. Amen. They got the softened butter. It's not the frozen butter. You know not where, where it's gonna rip your bread up and rip, rip your biscuit up. It's nice and soft. The honey. Amen. That's what we have with Amen. God. Thank Amen. You, already finished product. So then he took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. I will keep harping on this till the day we all go and be with Jesus. We do not participate in the old covenant where you had to think of your own sin. Right. You had to remember your own sin right. in the old covenant. See, we were so old covenant minded. Yes. And the old covenant wasn't for us. We are a new creation you, in Christ Jesus. Jesus. It never existed. You can't have a same covenant when you got a brand new creation. That covenant was for imperfect people. We have been perfected in Christ Jesus. Amen. Oh, no, but Herman, I still do things wrong. I ain't talking about. Yo, the flesh, the you. flesh man. Yeah. I'm talking about the real you who's Amen. been made one with Christ Jesus. He's perfect. And so you needed a new covenant for this guy. Because guess what? I can't have a curse attached to perfection. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So this covenant doesn't yeah, have a curse. curse. Doesn't have any, a, a curse doesn't have any hold, any grip. It can't grip on Amen. to anything that's been made perfect. Where there's no sin sickness and disease and unrighteousness it can't grip on it has nothing to hold on to right it's right. like a slippery slippery slope it's like unrighteousness or condemnation tries to grip it can't grip on because i'm i'm without blemish i have nothing i have no right i have nothing that it can hold on to so jesus Hallelujah. right now we thank, thank you, you that jesus. this blood that you shed on our behalf has made us righteous 
Thank we you. are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We didn't have to work for it. You did all the heavy lifting. We just are the benefactors. Yeah, beneficiaries. The beneficiaries. Okay, of the, of what you did. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. You Lord. don't have to work for a relationship with God. You're in relationship with Him. You can't be seated at His right hand if you ain't righteous. Amen. Thank you. Jesus. I'm gonna tell you that right now. If you're not righteous, you ain't seated next to Him. If you're not righteous, you're not saved. If you're not saved, we need to change up the message today. Right. <laughs> To a message on right. salvation. Yeah, exactly. You need Jesus. Right. Amen. Right. But if you have Jesus, you have righteousness. Amen. You have everything. And if you have righteousness, you have boldness. And if you have righteousness, the grace of God is reigning and dominating your life. Yeah. That's what we Amen. have in this cup. Amen. So we remember this right now, Jesus, what you did for us, and we thank you for it. And we just, again, declare that we are your righteousness. We are justified. Amen. Just as if we never sinned. Thank you, Jesus. And we're seated at the right hand of the Father because of what you did on our behalf. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Here's to righteousness. Amen. And being holy. And being, and being holy. without blame. Yeah. Now. Hallelujah. So, again, over the past couple of weeks, we were talking about speaking the word. Yeah. And, you know, when we speak the word, we talk about kind of developing our, or getting these things at heart. Right. Right. But this morning I was, I was thinking, and I was like, you know what? I said, there, I think there are too many of us who are trying to <laughs> develop. See, I, I titled this faith for healing. Mm -hmm. Question I mark. Should, yeah. Question mark. Though. Yeah. Faith for healing. Question mark. Should mm -hmm. we have faith for healing? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think what we're doing, and it's not just about healing, it's about whatever you're believing God right. for. See, you're right. you're trying to develop faith for in that. healing. I'm trying to develop faith for healing. I'm trying to develop faith for prosperity. I'm trying to develop faith for relationships. I'm trying to develop right. faith. You don't have faith in healing. Right. You have faith in the healer. Amen. So you're not trying to have a relationship with what's in God's hand. Right. You're trying to have a relationship with God. Yeah. Amen. Himself, if you get the, the healer, yeah. you have the healing, you have what's in his hand. Mm -hmm. Amen. Absolutely. You can't have a relationship with healing. Right. Right. You can right. have you can have a relationship with the healer. But what happens is, is, is that we are pursuing all the all these things that are added unto us. We mm -hmm. are pursuing all those things. Instead of seeking first the kingdom, instead of seeking him first. Right. And the Bible says in Romans 8.32 that he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. Oh. How shall he not with him freely give us all things? So that lets me know that the all things come. The all things come as an addendum or as secondary to right. him. Right. How shall he not with him? It doesn't say that when he gives you all things, then he's going to throw Jesus in the all things. Right. He's going to give you Jesus. And in Jesus, he is giving you all things. Right. So if you are out for the all things, you're going to miss Jesus. And then that means then that you're going to be seeking the individual things 
And as you have a need for each individual thing, you're going to try to develop faith for that individual thing. That's right. As opposed to just having faith in God. We've talked a whole, we've done a whole series on this again. Yeah. But Herman felt well, we like we need to come back to this again. We're going back to talk about it because. It is having faith in the person mm -hmm. of God. Because think about it. Well, even when we, we've been talking about speaking the word. And, and, and so maybe you're you're believing God for healing, mm -hmm. and you're you're confessing, right? You know, for fear two twenty four, right? My Christ Jesus healed. He sent His Word and healed us, right? And see, you're trying to develop your mm -hmm. faith for healing, right? And you know what? When you do that, you notice how hard it is. It's like in your mind, you feel like I should be believing this. This should be easier for me to believe than this, <clears throat> but I'm struggling <laughs> to believe. That in and what it is, I think we've tried to actually, we've tried to actually have faith. Just, just bear with me as I'm talking this through. We've tried to have faith. So when the doctor tells you and the doctor diagnoses you with something, you're trying to have faith for how this thing is going to uh, pan out. You know, I'm trying to have faith that the medication the doctor gave me is going to work. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to have faith that the treatment that I'm on is going to work. I'm trying to have faith that even though I'm seeing these symptoms, I'm trying to. But God almost is not even in the equation. Mm -hmm. God himself is almost not even in the equation. I am trying to now develop my faith. And it's almost like I have faith in my faith. Mm -hmm. It's almost like I have faith. I'm developing faith in my. Yeah. And your confession. You ever could, you know, my, you, yeah, my, my you've been protocol. You've been, confess, like <laughs> my you've, been, you've been confessing the word. Right. You've been word. You know, you do it for a day. You do it for a week, month. You've been doing it for a, a month straight. You've been confessing the word and you, st you start to have confidence, not in God. Not but in, in how, but in how, in how faithful you've yeah. been. Yeah. Your faithfulness. It's not about your faithfulness mm. to him. Mm. It's about his faithfulness Amen. to you. You can't you can't develop faith for healing unless you have faith in the healer. Right. Because that, healing comes from the healer. It's, it's a part of Who the relationship. Is. Yes. Amen. It's not a standalone thing. That's the thing. I think what it is is we've gotten need conscious. And because we've gotten need conscious, you find yourself pursuing the need. Right. You find yourself pursuing what you feel you need. And that's why, again, in Matthew, he says, seek first the kingdom right. and all these things will be added because we were never designed to pursue the need. Mm -hmm. the, the needs were designed to be met after we pursue him right. and his kingdom In pursuing him and his kingdom. God is programmed almost like a honing device. Mm -hmm. He is programmed the needs to follow you and to find you and to overtake right. you. Right. He's programmed the provision to overtake you as you seek him. But we have gotten need conscious, I think. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why when we see that we need money, we immediately, instead of going to the Lord and saying, Lord, you are my source, mm -hmm. Lord, show me. Mm -hmm. And going to our source for the need, we seek, okay, I need to get a third job. Okay, I need right. to go do this. I need right. to go. We automatically take it into our hands of what we are going to do to solve it, 
because we have a need and we've got to solve it. And like I said, where's God in that? We aren't seeking God. We aren't having confidence in his faithfulness. We are having more confidence in our um, in our regimen, in our what in our what we do, mm-hmm. our process. Mm-hmm. Even the book that Herman was talking about, acknowledging what is in you, it has some amazing things. And yes, as you declare it, faith will rise in your heart as you hear yourself. Faith comes by hearing. As you hear yourself speaking the word, faith will rise in your heart. But even that, you're not having faith in how boldly you proclaim that, how how consistently you proclaim yeah. that. You're you know, having faith in God. I was thinking, so as I was thinking about this, I was thinking about different examples in scripture. You know, I started thinking about Noah. You know, I even was thinking about Enoch. You know, Noah and Enoch are interesting because the, the word says that they both walked with God. Mm-hmm. There was a relationship right. that they had with God. And when God came to Noah and he said, you know, I'm, I'm a little done with man. Right. <laughs> Build an ark. Right. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a flood. Right. Build an ark. Do it like this. You know, Noah didn't have faith in the ark. Mm-hmm. He didn't have faith that it was going to rain. Right. Mm-hmm. He didn't have faith for any of these. Right. He had faith in what God said. He right. had faith. In God, right? Not faith for the, for the, uh, for the ark, right? Right. So the whole yeah, time he's good. building the ark, he he's didn't not have thinking, faith for the ark. Yeah, he had faith in what God said, and he's not thinking, "Oh yeah." So when I put this here and this here, this is gonna. He's he had to he had faith, like you said. He was only acting in the in the first place on what God said, right? When Peter it's got out God of the said. boat, Peter didn't have faith to walk on water, right? He had faith in what Jesus said. That's why he said it. If it's you, yeah. Because if, if it ain't you, I can't walk on water. Right. I can't walk on water just because you know. So if it's you, if I, this thing <laughs> is based on you, right, I can do it. Because I know. But you if love it's me. not based on you, right, I can't do it. Right. Because he knew love was speaking. Yeah. Yes. And I talked to you guys about this before. My my mom has been very faithful as a mother. And when, when we needed help or I needed help and mom says, hey, don't worry about it. I got it. I stopped thinking about it. I didn't have faith in what my mother was the thing that she was going to help us with. Mm-hmm. That's not what I had faith in. I had faith in her word. Right. And that her word was good. Right. Because she was faithful. Right. And so over here in in, in Mark 11, uh, Mark 11, verse 22, and we're, we're so familiar with it. You know, it's the, it's the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the, with, the withered fig tree example. And Jesus, he cursed the fig tree, and then they came back walking past the fig tree. And it says uh, in verse 20, Mark 11, 20, <coughs> and in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter calling to remembrance saith unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. And Jesus answered unto them and said, have faith in God. That is your answer for everything. If you don't have faith in God, you can't speak to nothing. You can't even speak his word. See, a lot of you, and I'm not picking on you. (laughs) You's kind of, you know, it's just 
right, gray, right? right? You as us. He was all, all of us. Have faith. I can't have faith in anything someone says if I don't have faith in them. Right. If you're not faithful, I'm not showing up. Well, if you're, but the thing is, you can't trust. You can't trust someone who you don't know. Right. That you don't have a relationship with. If you don't have a relationship with someone, no matter how much you would like to trust them. Right. There will always be apprehension until you have spent time with that person. Mm -hmm. You will not know because you don't know what they're thinking and you don't know what they're capable of and you don't know their track record and you don't know how consistent they are. Right. And you just don't know the little nuances of their personality. Right. You don't know if they're joking or is that a joke or is that were they serious when they said that or not? Until I spend time with you, mm -hmm. I don't necessarily know where you're coming from. I don't know your angle. Right. And if I don't really know your angle, I can't fully trust you. Right. And that is what is happening with God himself, you guys. We know that God is love. And we know that he is supposed to be the most trustworthy person ever. Mm -hmm. We know that we are supposed to have no problem trusting him. He created all of this. He created everything. Right. We know what we've been taught. But at the same time, there is this apprehension because there is this symptom. There is this, this stronghold. Mm -hmm. There is this opposing word that I've spent a lot of time with. Right. I've spent a lot of time with this opposing word. And I have a lot of confidence in this opposing word. I don't know if it's going to be too loud. Um, we got the long, Sunday long guy. Yeah. Anyway, just keep talking. So, so we have this opposing word. And the thing is, is that we haven't spent enough time with God and his word. Mm -hmm. So my confidence right now, I'm, I'm leaning a little bit more towards this opposing word because this thing has been in my face. The doctor has confirmed this thing. I see it in the mirror. I feel it in my nerves. I feel it. I see it. I hear it. I smell it. Mm -hmm. I have to address it every single day. And so I've spent a lot of time with this. So I actually have faith in this. I actually have more trust in the reality of this thing, mm -hmm. of this lie, right. than I do God and his word. And that lets me know I have not spent enough time with God. And it's not that you've necessarily spent enough time speaking the word. It's actually spending enough time with God himself, you guys. No, but let's, let's stop, let me stop right there because you said, you know, it, speaking the word, speaking the word does you no good if you don't have faith in God. Right. Notice that when Jesus answered Peter, he said, have faith in God. How did Jesus, how did this tree dry up? Peter is just astonished that this tree that Jesus cursed dried up from the roots. Jesus's answer to him yes. was not whosoever shall say into the mountain, right. be thou removed. That's not the answer. Right. The answer is have faith in God. Having faith in God gives you the ability, yes. gives you the authority to speak to mountains, to speak to the fig tree, to speak to your body, yes. to speak to your situation. Yeah. It's have faith in God. Too many people are trying to have faith in speaking to a mountain right. and they don't have faith in speaking in God, uh, having faith in God first. Yeah. Where do you think, 
where do you think the ability to speak to a mountain is coming from? It's coming from having faith in God. The relationship. And if, and if you bypass God, you bypass the authority that enables you to speak to the mountain. Right. You bypass every other thing. And we have automatically jumped. And you know what I think it is? I think it's the, the fact that, ooh, it's something I can do. Mm-hmm. It we bypassed and we don't even know what have faith in God is, and we bypass that. See, in the interesting way he said this too, the interesting way that Jesus responded was Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. Then he says, For verily, based on having faith in God, for verily. Verily means for truly, based on what I just said, for true, for truly, or because truly I say unto you. In other words, after you have faith in God, that is the basis Mm -hmm. for truly you being able to speak to a mountain now and it, and it responding to you. Apart from you having faith in God is not for verily. So you can't speak to the mountain. You can't expect the mountain to move. Mm -hmm. You can't expect that your words, your words mean anything. If God is not backing your words, if you don't have confidence in the God behind your words, your words mean nothing. Your words are not going to move a mountain unless the God behind your words has empowered your words and has come behind you so that when you speak to that mountain, that mountain moves. When David picked up those stones, he didn't have confidence in the stones. Right. When he picked up those stones, he had confidence in God. And that's why he told Saul, I can't wear this armor. I haven't tried this armor. I don't know the faithfulness of this armor. That's right. I know the faithfulness of my <clears throat> God, yeah. but yeah. I don't know the faithfulness of this armor. As as sure as you think this armor to be, it means nothing to me because I don't know its faithfulness. I haven't spent any time with this. I've spent time with God and he told me to get five smooth stones and I'm gonna get five smooth stones. Right. And so his confidence was not in the armor. It wasn't even in the stones. Mm-hmm. He said, I killed the lion. I killed it because of the God. No, but because but, of but God. See, but listen to that though. That's a very important key. David looked back and said, God has proven to me his faithfulness. Yes. And I think a lot of people have a hard time identifying his faithfulness. God's faithfulness. Yeah. That's good. We know I can look back and see God's faithfulness. I can look at these trees. I can look at the sun. Like if you need something to, to, to see God's faithfulness, look at nature. Look it's at like all. clockwork. The sun comes up every day. It's every, every day. The moon's there every night. It's, I mean, the trees are here. I mean, if you're watching this broadcast, your heart is God beating is without you doing anything. You're breathing without you doing anything. But it's kind of like your hair is growing. Right. I mean, you but, can see. But listen, <laughs> we, it's like you, it's like I've said some things to you, right? There are things that I've said to you. And it's like you go and you start confessing what I said to right. you, right? Ver- yeah. Versus 
yeah. coming in and having a relationship with me. Right. You just go confess the word right. that I've spoken. Right. No, have the relationship with me. Right. It's good to confess the word. Yeah, I'm not Herman's saying a, not to. No, but it's like, it's like, you tell me you love me. So I go off and I'm like, Herman said you love me. Okay, he said you love me. Herman said you love me. Okay. And when I start to think, okay, no, no, no. He said he loved me. Herman said he loved me. Versus me spending time with you and receiving of that love. Exactly. That's versus exactly me, it. me spending time with you and us conversing and us Let talking and, you. and us and us communicating uh, and fellowshipping versus <laughs> and us hugging and us kissing. Right. And, us and guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Because you spent you're spending time with me, trust me, those things right. are gonna be taken care of. Right. But imagine if I'm trying to build a relationship, you guys, only off of Herman said you love me. Herman said you love me. Okay, he loved me. No, no, you know, he loves me. He loves me. He's not mad at me. He's not mad at me, he loves me. I mean, if if my whole if my whole perspective of me trusting in my relationship with him is just me confessing over and over and over again that he loves me, mm-hmm. but I don't, but you know what? I don't spend time with him. Hey babe, how you doing? Hey father, how you doing? You said to acknowledge you in all my ways, Lord. Lord, today, today, you know what I have to do. I have this meeting at 12. I have to go pick up the kids at whatever time. I have to go, Lord, I have to be at this. Lord, I just give this meeting to you, Lord. Direct my steps, Lord. I thank you for showing me, Lord. Mm-hmm. Who do I need to talk to today, Lord? Who do I need? <clears throat> when you just start bringing in, this is what I have been sharing with a lot of people lately. When you have, and I myself, you guys, and I'm just telling you this because the Lord is starting to change kind of the way I approach my prayer time. I don't come to the Lord as often. Now, I do just have times where I'm praying in the spirit. But a lot of times what I consider my prayer time now is me out loud talking to the Lord like I'm talking to you right now. Me saying, Lord, thank you. Lord, I just praise you and I just worship you, Lord. I thank you, Father. It's so beautiful. I was walking around my house yesterday. We're about to sell our house. And I was just thanking God for how beautiful this home was and how the Lord just gave us such a beautiful home. Like how the trees that have been here for I don't know how long have just blossomed, how the birds were just, I mean, I'm hearing all kinds of birds and noises. I'm seeing the bumblebees. I'm just thanking God for his faithfulness. See, communication with God has to be brought from this, brought down from this sanctimonious thing of God's way up there. God, you know, that's exactly He's what I the was big man upstairs. Mm-hmm. I better not make him mad. I better come to him with my incense and and my clean hands and my thing over my head and uh, and I'm my prayer closet. I need to be in a closet. And I need to, you know, have everything just right. It is just a day-to-day, out loud fellowship, you guys, with this God, Mm -hmm. the creator of the universe. When you bring him near to you Mm -hmm. by, by taking him, not taking him off of the throne, he is still Father God. But when you draw him near, the Bible says, if you draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. When drawing near is spending time with him. And it's, it's not, no, 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 I want to say something though. 
God is always near to you. Amen. He's talking about a relationship. Yes. There. He's not saying God is way up here. And as you as you pursue me, I'm coming to pursue you. No, God has made you his habitation. Yes, he, yep. God said Amen. he will never leave you nor yes. forsake you. Amen. He ain't going nowhere. Amen. He, you are the temple. Right. Not the building. Right. That's why I don't even understand. We 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 got we took all this stuff from the old covenant. They gave him all the gold and stuff from Egypt, and they're gonna build him a temple. Guess what? God dwelt inside of the yeah. temple in the holy of holies, right? right? You are the holy of holies yeah. now. Yeah. God, you don't God, like you said, God is not way up there. You're not sitting way, at his kitchen so, table. So act like it. So act like he's right there. Start spending time with him. And and this is one thing too. People talk about it's relationship, but I'm starting to realize it's even more than relationship. There are a lot of people that have relationships with their children. They are in relationship. It's father, son, mother, daughter, father, daughter, whatever. But they don't have fellowship with one another. It is not about relationship. It's about fellowship with God. You are his child, but you can still be a distant daughter or son right. to father God. So you are in relationship. Mm -hmm. Okay. People have, people have mothers and fathers that they haven't talked to for decades. Right. They're in relationship. They're not in fellowship with one mm -hmm. another. Mm -hmm. It good. is about fellowshipping mm -hmm. with the I father. Like yeah. It is about drawing him near to you. Like Herman said, in terms of your position, he is in you. He is his spirit resides in you. Mm -hmm. You are one with him. But in terms of your fellowship with him, that's good. Yeah. In terms of your fellowship with him, you're distant mm -hmm. because you have perceived him as angry with you. You perceived him as distant. You as, perceived as, him as unfaithful to you. As unfaithful. Yeah. As unfaithful. See, but you that, perceived him that way. This is this is what I'm I'm picking up from Mark eleven. 23 after he says have faith in god says for verily i say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain be thou removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe right the problem with you believing is because you haven't judged him faithfully yeah that's so true that's so true abraham judged him faithful yeah you haven't judged him faithful yeah so it's hard to believe somebody who's not faithful you know somebody who's late all the time right and then they tell you they come to pick you up at three o'clock <laughs> you ain't gonna be there at three o'clock because guess what you don't judge him faithful. right and you don't believe him yeah See, believing somebody is tied to having faith in that somebody. Yes, it is. In when, their word. In their word. Yeah. See, I can't, I can't yeah. trust you. Yeah. I can't trust you. Therefore, I can't have faith in you. Right. And, and this life is based in faith. Yeah. It's based in trust. It's <laughs> based me. in faith in him. Right. Not faith in stuff. Right. How would you feel if somebody was trying to have a relationship with you by what was in your hand? You know when somebody's trying to have a relationship with yeah. you because you have money. Right. Or you have a position. Yeah. Or you have something. And you know they're not pursuing you. They're pursuing what's in your hand. Right. 
that relationship isn't going to last. Right. And you want to have relationship with the person because what's in their hand is going to be automatic. And also, too, what it is, too, is that when it says that believe that you receive those things and they and you and you'll have those things again it was never predicated on the things though you're believing you receive those things only because you first had faith in god right see you can't believe you'll receive those things without having faith in god and that's what we've been trying to do we've been trying to believe for healing without having faith in god god is almost a byproduct is is a side issue we know we're supposed to have faith in him, but we're we're pursuing the thing. We're trying to believe we receive the thing. But it was always predicated on you having faith in God. God is the supplier of the thing. So if God doesn't supply the thing, you don't there, the thing doesn't even exist for you to even believe you received it. Right. So the thing is, is that we've gotten our ducks, you know, put your ducks, our ducks in a row, you know, or, or put the cart before the horse or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever those sayings are. We've gotten it wrong, you guys. We've been pursuing the things. We've been pursuing what's in his hand and we have not brought him near to us. We have not recognized that he dwells on the inside of us. We have not uh, made, we have not recognized our oneness with him. Again, if if Herman's my husband, which he is, and if all we did was talk for 15 minutes or 10 minutes every day, I would not have confidence in him. I don't care how much I wanted to have confidence, how much I heard I should have confidence in him, how much I heard from other people of how great he is. I can't have confidence in someone who I do not spend any time with. I cannot trust his word. I cannot trust this word. The only way I can trust something is because I have spent time with that something or someone. And it's been proven to me over time that that person is trustworthy. I, but that's that's what I think the, the, the disconnect is happening, is that they don't see God's faithfulness. See, they're looking at the situation mm -hmm. and they're saying, well, my situation hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. But you're missing out on all the areas that he's faithful, which would build your confidence right. in what he has said. Right. That that's that's the thing. You have to wreck and just ask God, ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, show me where God is faithful. Yes. And now just you, you know, when you when you when you make yourself sensitive to something, you'll start to identify it. But you know what? Show it's it's show me where God is faithful. But honestly, you guys. I'm going to be honest with you. If you can't see the yeah, faithfulness of God, yeah. you have a hardened heart. Yeah, that's true. You do not have ears to hear and you have a hardened heart. If you can't just see, if, if you're so blind hmm. to see, as Herman mentioned, the sun rises every single day. And what has and to happen? And what has to, wait. Hold up. The sun comes up and the sun goes down every single day for every single year you've been alive, every single year. Your grandmother's been alive, your grandfather, your great grands, the Egyptians, the Mayans, the, the ancient Hebrews, the ancient Abraham. Believe, it's the yeah. same <laughs> sun. No, but look, 
Abraham can see this, was seeing the same sun that you're saying. The same sun I'm seeing is the same sun that Hawaii is seeing right now. The same sun that Jesus saw. That the, the trees, you guys, the, the seasons that come like clockwork every single year that you don't have any, you don't know how it works. You don't know how you're breathing right now. You don't know how your heart is beating right now. You don't know the army of things that are taking place in your body right now to just keep you alive. How your eyeball is working right now for you to even see this broadcast, how your hearing is working. What is happening in your inner ear and in your brain? Your brain is taking signals and, and communicating what is happening in your body. If you don't recognize the faithfulness of God, you need to go back to the drawing bar. And I, I go as far as to say you need to for, repent. You need to repent and you need to accept Jesus into your heart. <laughs> you need to accept Jesus into your heart. His faithfulness is all around you. Mm-hmm. His faithfulness is all around you. What you have to do is you have to pause and you have to start to reflect on his faithfulness in what I just mentioned. Even if right now in your life, you're thinking, well, God hasn't been faithful to me though. He hasn't been, you are breathing. If he, if he in one second removed his faithfulness from you, you would self-combust, you would explode. You would die right where you stand. If his faithfulness were to fail at all, you have to pause and you have to, and the Bible says in Romans too, but it's talking about people who, who, who just gave themselves, he gave himself, he gave them over to just vain imaginations and lust and, mm-hmm. and all this stuff in Romans one. But one thing that he says, he says is when they knew God, they were not thankful. Mm-hmm. And when they weren't thankful, that's when they became vain in their imagination. They became vain in their imagination because they weren't, they didn't acknowledge when they, when the, when God, when the evidence of God's faithfulness and his glory can be seen all around you, but you fail to acknowledge it and you fail to give him glory for it. And you fail to recognize, Lord, you are faithful. Look at, just look. When you fail to do that, you start to become vain in your imagination. And I'm telling you, when you become vain in your imagination, it's hard to have faith. When you don't recognize the faith, faith comes from the faithfulness of God. Faith mm-hmm. isn't even something that just that we just have. Right. Faith comes because he is first faithful. We are responding in faith to his faithfulness. If he was not faithful, we don't even have faith. That's right. <laughs> faith comes from his faithfulness. Right. We respond in faith because he's first faithful. He's a do it first God. And everything that everything. needs to be done, he has done already. Amen. See, that's another level of faithfulness. It's, it's not like that God always shows up when he says he's going to mm. show up. We call that faithful. Right. God has already shown up before you ever needed him before to show up. Born. There is nothing Hallelujah. that you need that he hasn't Thank already you, addressed on that cross. Thank you, Lord. All things, all spiritual blessings have been given to you. He's like, 
well, I'm not in the spirit. Yes, you are. You don't understand that everything that you're looking at, these trees right behind me came from the spirit. Yes. You don't understand. You don't recognize that the, all the things that he's given you in the spirit is everything that you need in this earth realm. And it's by faith. Faithfulness in him, faith in his faithfulness yes. is what allows you to reach into that spirit yes. realm, Hallelujah. into those spiritual blessings and bring them right here into this earth realm. They were designed to come into this earth realm yes. by way of faith. And that's faith in him. Yes. And I, and I just want to tell you guys, if you guys are having faith, if we are having, if we are having faith in things, you are going to find it so difficult to get those things to manifest in your life because <clears throat> it was never, it's a misplaced faith. Yes. It's misplaced. It's good that you're recognizing that you need to be believing, but the believing has always been about him. See, when you believe him, and you believe in him and on him and you believe in his faithfulness, then you know what's going to happen too? It's going to be easier to believe that you're healed because instead of you trying to believe the way in which it's going to happen, you just believe him. Mm -hmm. See, if I have faith in him, I don't even care how it happens. I don't have to wrap my head now around believing for this particular angle or avenue or means by which my healing is going to come. See, I don't have to be specific now in believing for a specific thing to happen to my body. If I just believe him, I get whatever, however, yeah. I get the miracle, I get the supernatural body parts, I get the, the, the organ transplant, I get the, the supernatural surgery, I get the whatever it is that I need. See, when we try to wrap our hands or our, our head around the specific way, see, that, that's a lot harder. Well, the doctor said I'm only, you know, that I'm stage five and I'm I'm like the one in like 500 people on the planet that have this thing. And out of the 500 people on the planet, they've only seen success rate with, with this procedure. And I don't want to have this procedure because so, so now I got to wrap my head around the method and the means and the plan that I'm going to take. And no, I just have faith in God. Mm -hmm. See me just having faith in God eliminates the need for me to figure out how. Right. Me just having faith in God eliminates the how, but, but, the but, 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 the but, 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 but all the buts are eliminated when I just have faith in God. Mm -hmm. But see, when you try to have faith in healing and this procedure and that procedure and my good eating and my confessions and my this and that, and I'm having faith in all these things. Mm -hmm. What's happening is I'm trying to develop faith for things and it's based on nothing. When I'm having faith in all these things, it's yeah. not based on him, so it can't stand. Mm -hmm. So it's frivolous. It's right. frivolous for me to have faith in my confession. It's frivolous for me to have faith in my eating. It's frivolous for me to have faith in my diet and my workout and my positive thinking and my meditation and my yoga and my good vibes and my whatever it is that I got going on. It's frivolous for me to have faith in that 
when I don't have faith in God, it has no legs. That stuff has no legs when I don't have faith in God. You guys, we have to bring this back to God. Let me let me say this. I'm going to go back to, to Matthew chapter 6. Okay, because these trees that you see behind me, these pine trees, God takes care of them. God is faithful to those trees. Mm -hmm. They need the sun. They need rain. They don't have to do anything. Yep. He's faithful to them. Yep. I can look at that pine tree and say, God is faithful. Now listen to what he says in verse 25, Matthew 6, 25. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, what you shall drink, <clears throat> nor yet for your body. Right what you shall put on or anything else that your body needs is not life more than meat and the body more than raiment behold the fowls of the air for they don't sow they don't reap they don't gather into barns yet your heavenly father feeds them aren't you much better than they amen you hear me all this nature that you see that's being taken care of don't you know you're much better than that? Yeah. For all you tree huggers <laughs> and think that it's all about nature. No, it's all about you. All of this was for, for you. you. Yeah. God didn't make his dwelling spot in a tree. Yeah. He made it on the inside of you. Yeah. He says it right here. Aren't you much better? Which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his stature? So why take thought of raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They don't toil. They don't spin. And, and, and yet I say unto you that Solomon in all his glory wasn't decked out like one of these lilies. <laughs> Where, wherefore, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is which they is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O oh, you of little faith? faith? Don't you get it? Nature is telling you the faithfulness of God. Yeah. And he's saying, you see how faithful I am to them? They don't even mean anything to me. Right. You're the apple of my eye. I came You're to my dwell in everything. you. Yeah. I came to dwell in you. I came to live in you. I came to make you like me. The tree isn't like me. Mm -hmm. You're like me. The tree isn't seated next to me at the right hand. You are. Don't you get it? It's yeah. his faithfulness. So in you trying to develop a faithfulness in him, just look around. Yeah. Yeah. It's all screaming at yeah. you. He's faithful. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, everything is declaring the glory of God. Part of the glory of God is his faithfulness. Yeah. That's why nature is applauding God. That's why nature is, is worshiping God. That's yeah. why... Because he's faithful. It yeah. has God has sustained all of nature. So again, you guys, you know, it again, I just want to bring you back to the fact that if you are believing God or you think you're believing God for healing, you got it wrong. You're believing God for God. Amen. <laughs> and healing is. comes from you believing God for who he is. Amen. All, just him alone. Amen. God, you and you alone are faithful. Yep. 
And because Amen. you're faithful, I'm healed. Mm -hmm. See, that's, that's why. That's, that's why. It's not I'm healed because, because, I I'm, because I confess that I'm healed. I'm healed because you are first faithful to <clears throat> have healed me. And because you are first faithful to have healed me in the first place, I agree with that. And I say I am healed in response to the fact that you already healed me. Yeah. In response to the fact that you already provided for me, Lord, this is about you and mm -hmm. your faithfulness. So I'm not going to wrap my head around the how. I'm not going to wrap my head. I love how Peter, for instance, you know, Peter, when the Lord said, throw out the nets. Well, Peter didn't throw out the nets. He threw out the net. And that lets you know he didn't have full confidence in in Jesus, but he did say, nevertheless, at my word, he could have not done anything, mm -hmm. but because Jesus said so, and you got to keep in mind when a fisherman is washing their nets, I mean, I don't even know what that it process is. It takes a lot of work. So he's washing it. They're putting their stuff away. And Jesus is going to come and say, and they spent all night, all night toiling, working hard. They're exhausted. They're washing their nets. Jesus is going to just roll through and tell them, just throw it, throw it out one more time on the other side. And they're just like, uh, okay, I'll, okay, at your word, because you said so, and if I have respect for you. Else. If it was anybody else, I would, I would, I would, and even with that, he didn't fully believe because he didn't let out the nets. That's why their net broke, and that's why they had to give up some of their fish to other people who had to come and help them because they didn't cast out the nets. They only cast out one net and they started to sink. But my point is, at Jesus's word. See, when you start recognizing that it's at Jesus's word, that you're healed at his word, mm -hmm. at his word, you're healed. You're not just healed. You're healed at his word. So whatever he tells you to do it, to do, you do it. So at his word, he threw out the net. And my point is, is that at his word, you're healed mm -hmm. because he said it. And because and if you don't believe his word, you got to spend more time with him so, so that you can trust his word. Because yeah. if you don't, you'll be leaning on your own understanding. Right. <laughs> it, that's, that, those are your options. You're either going to trust in the Lord and that trust is only going to come by way of relationship. But if you don't spend time in that relationship, you won't trust him. And what do you have to lean on? Your you, own understanding. You, your 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 mama's understanding, your doctor's understanding, your confession, your confession, just your, anything your hell that you can perceive. Anything you can lean on, your, you're going to lean on it. Yeah, anything except, you can lean on, you're going to lean except on. Except the one thing that can actually that has do the job. Except for the you. one thing that has foundation, the one thing that has strength, Amen. the one thing that won't fail. Amen, guys. Look, I just want to speak life into everyone on this broadcast right now go ahead and receive it don't receive it because herman is saying and raquel is saying it because god is saying Amen. this he says that by his stripes you are healed and i speak life into your bodies right now in the Amen. name of jesus. You, jesus don't worry about it. i'm not saying your name exactly just receive it. Yeah. Amen. Receive Praise it. God. Receive yeah. the life right now in Jesus' yeah. name. That's already been provided Bodies for you. Bodies come in line in Jesus name. with life 
and healing and wholeness. Yes. In right Jesus' now, name. In the name of Jesus. You're bone of his bone. Thank you're you, flesh Lord. of his flesh. We receive in the it. name of Jesus. And the same power that raised him from the dead is alive on the inside of your flesh and give him life to your mortal body right now in the name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. If you believe in God for anything physically, receive this right yes. now. Amen. I command life to come forth Amen. in your flesh in the name of Jesus. Because he's faithful. Because, because he's, he's faithful. faithful. And that's why I can say Hallelujah. what I just said because, because he's, he's faithful. faithful. Because you're faithful, Lord. A lot of you just get that out of your mouth. You are faithful, Lord. Start declaring that he's faithful. When yes. you're washing dishes, ladies, when you're when you're whatever, mowing the lawn, mm -hmm. gentlemen, just start declaring, Lord, you're faithful. Yes. Just start meditating. Start looking around. Start paying attention. And as you start paying attention, It'll start to awaken in you. He is faithful. Wait a minute. He is faithful. That's all that it is. That's all this is about is his faithfulness. It's not about how bad the doctor said it is. It's not about what the MRI said. It's not about how bad that symptom looks or feels or whatever. It's about your faithfulness, Lord. This is riding on you. Lord, you are faithful. You said in your word. So I don't have to worry about specifics. Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about details. Right. I don't have to worry about what am I going to do and, and, and fret about how and why and yeah. when. I don't have to even be concerned about that. I just know he's faithful and his faithfulness overrides all yeah. of the little stuff. I'm going to leave you with this. Why don't you practice being faithful yourself? Because some of you have a hard time believing anybody because you don't even believe you. Mm, that's good. So if you can't believe your word, how can you believe somebody else's word? Yeah. You need to practice being faithful. I'm going to leave it on that because somebody needs to hear that. Amen. You'll have a, a, a better time trusting God when you can be a little faithful to your own word. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Look, guys, we believe that this has been a blessing to you. Um. Have a great week. Blessings to you. Amen. And remember, have faith in God. In Him alone. Amen. Amen. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.